Welcome back. You're still here. That makes me so happy. Thank you all so very much for sticking around and listening to me and some of my friends to chat about what has been hopefully very encouraging, maybe sometimes challenging, but most definitely pushing you towards Jesus, more towards Jesus. Um, If that's not the case, maybe this is not the podcast for you that you should be listening to. But in any case, maybe you have questions in regards to uh, all of the things that have been talked about on the podcast so far, and that's okay. Questions are good. I encourage the questions. You can always ask questions because God always has answers. They may not be the answers you want, but he definitely has them. Also, don't want to forget this, a big thank you for over 1000 downloads of my podcast. Wow, seriously, you guys exceeded all of my expectations big time. No, like seriously, I started this podcast thinking to myself, you know, maybe, maybe if I get a hundred people to listen, I'll keep going. But I guess at this point, I guess I'll keep going. (laughs) I honestly, after doing research, when I was planning and uh, diving into the podcast world, uh, studies showed statistically that if you got at least 100 people to listen to your podcast that you were on the right track and that that was really good, that most people don't even go past a few episodes before they give up on their podcast. And so here we are, episode nine, and we're still going. So y'all really, really make me excited to continue doing this. And I look forward to sharing more things with you all and having more guests I'm planning and it's a little tough uh, to do when you got a full-time job, a toddler uh, who is very demanding of your time and I'm okay. I'm here for it. And then I have my college student that's away. Really happy for my son who's at University of Dayton. He's doing well for anyone that cares to know. Uh, And we're super proud of him for taking that step and his journey. So we're going to move on on today's episode. I want to shine some heavenly light towards my singles. Yes, you wonderful free humans out there that can do just about anything you want. I said that cautiously and will quickly remind all of us that uh, just because we can do something doesn't mean we should. So (laughs) yes, you can do just about anything. You married folks can do a lot less and for all of us really, I guess it depends on what it is uh, when we say anything. But on that note, being single, I was in that season for quite some time, but I want to ask this question, why do we sometimes get so cringe on this topic of being single? Like, seriously, y'all, singleness is great. Like marriage, it has its pros and cons, but it's a gift according to God. 
and gifts are good. 1 Corinthians 7, 6 through 9, I'm reading out of the Amplified Version. It says, but I am saying this as a concession, not as a command. I wish that all people were as I am, but each person has his own gift from God, one of this kind and one of that. But I say to the unmarried and to the widows that as a practical matter, it is good if they remain single and entirely devoted to the Lord as I am. But If they do not have sufficient self-control, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. So again, I want to reiterate, singleness is a gift according to God. And his gifts are good. And he is good, right? So what happens when singleness is not good? As we heard from the scripture that singleness should be a time of devotion to him so what happens when singleness dare i say sucks (laughs) is it because our devotion sucks because i highly doubt it's because god sucks is it still a gift how about marriage this too is a gift is it no longer a gift when it doesn't quote-unquote feel like a gift I'm going to leave the marriage topic alone for today, but for my singles, you ever wonder, you ever wonder why you're still single? I can tell you why. Maybe, just maybe, you're not ready. And actually, most times, I want to say this most times, it's simply because it's not time for you not to be single. Other times, there may be things that God is working on before he brings you a spouse in that season. And still other times, perhaps you have been called to a life of singleness. And I'm going to tell you right now, nothing is wrong with any of those things, to be quite honest with you. Could you be in a season of some deep one-on-one work with God? I like to call it whip, work in progress. Of course, but technically that won't really stop if you get married. (laughs) Because you're going to stay a whip the rest of your life, whether you're single or married. God is always at work within us and through us, no matter what season in life we're in. And for a long time, I judge myself for being single and I thought I wasn't doing enough for God or that he was withholding a husband from me. That wasn't the case at all. And I'm really glad that I found out sooner than later uh, through the Lord just revealing that to me. And that helped me embrace Jesus even more and my singleness even more. And my devotion really began when I realized that it was just a deep time of being closer to him. And I became grateful instead of resentful. And I woke up with peace and gladness, learning to trust him in all of his ways when I was in that season. And 
learning to value and not rush off into something else because I did not want to miss what he had for me in the now. And so now I honestly, you know, as I was thinking through this, I want to pause for a second before I continue because this is not a formula for you. Maritza isn't giving you the five easy steps to being single and ready to mingle. I want to encourage you, yes, but I also want to share something very, very important with you. God is worthy of all of your devotion in your season of singleness, all of it. When you learn how to be content in him, there is nothing else like it. It's quite special having single devotion without all the other duties from another role pulling at your attention, at your affections and everything else. I want to answer a few questions that were brought up to me in hopes that it will bring you some insight out there. First question, as a single, how do you make the most of that season? Well, I'll be honest, for me, it was a longer process than what I wanted it to be. In my season of singleness, I was my worst self-critic. I didn't know how to give myself grace many times, always wondering that maybe there was something terribly wrong with me and I would be single forever because I wasn't quote-unquote marriage material. Yes, that was my uh, mindset towards that time in my life. I actually had a lot of suitors to be honest and let me tell you, just because you're single doesn't mean you're available. (laughs) Somebody really needs to hear that and staple it to their forehead. I know I did. I liked the idea of marriage and I wanted it for the wrong reasons, to be honest. Reasons like I wanted them to fulfill me and just take care of me in a very unhealthy way. Like there was like no reciprocation. It was all about me, me, me. Like literally me doing nothing while they did everything for me. That was my idea of marriage. It sounds crazy, but you'd be really surprised how many singles and women think like that. Everything was about what I was entitled to. And I honestly needed to repent and renew my mind about men in general and about marriage, and about being single. So, you know, over the years, God began to ask me some really brutally honest questions like, would you marry you right now if you were a man in search of a wife? Or he would ask me, and when I say God is asking me, like the Holy Spirit would prompt these questions inside of my heart, inside of my spirit. Uh, Another question, would be like, why do you actually want to get married? Like, it would just be this really honest assessment, like, why do you want to get married? And I couldn't even answer it at the time. There was a season when I wanted to get married just because I wanted to be wanted by a man. And if I'm honest, I just wanted to have sex. So you want to talk about like some serious insecurity issues I had. 
I want to be clear. It's not wrong to want to be in a relationship or to want to be desired in companionship. But I wanted it for all the wrong reasons, mainly for what it can give me rather than what I can give. And over time, the Lord worked on my heart. He renewed my mind as I began to search the scripture and search him and get in his presence more and more. And I began to face those questions honestly and deal with trauma and deal with unhealed pain from so many years of abuse from relationships in my past. I began to read books on marriage and do studies on what marriage really was and what the purpose of marriage really was from God and why he created it and whether or not that desire in me was even healthy. And over time, I saw that it wasn't and I really needed to get right. After a while, I finally accepted my singleness as the gift it was and only wanted marriage if, in fact, that's what he had for me and my son Calito. At the time, I was a single mom. I'll save that story for another thing. And that's really where I I just I began to have a resolve in me. So how did I make the most of that time? Well, I read the word a lot. I did studies. I met with other women to break up the word together. I prayed a lot. I spent time with friends and a lot of time with married friends that I admired. And they had healthy marriages. So I would spend a lot of time with those couples that I really admired. I also spent time alone in a very healthy way. Uh, I went back to school after being out of school for what was like a decade. That was hard, but it was very worth it. Uh, I was hesitant about that, but the woman that discipled me, Danielle, she encouraged me. If that brother hasn't come yet, what you waiting for? What you going to wait for? And, And to be honest, she was right. In other words, I didn't need to stop my life waiting to see if some dude was going to come and then all of a sudden give him all of my time. Y'all must be crazy. No, thank you. If any man is going to find you, let him find you climbing the mountains towards Jesus. If he has the courage to find you there, then it will be just as good since he would also needs to be climbing a mountain towards Jesus. And y'all will find each other in that process. Another thing, mind your business. Yep, mind your business. I needed to not always be doing something just because I was single or just because I thought I had time. I made better use of my time. I wasn't always available all the time. I turned my phone off. I put on do not disturb. Like my brother Frankie likes to say, you're going to play how you practice, homie. And I had to create new habits. What did he mean by that? I 
I was going to do the very thing that I was practicing no matter what season I was in. So I created new habits, healthy habits. I reorganized things. I did fun projects like painting just for fun. I did dancing. I went out dancing with friends. Uh, I purged. I got rid of a lot of junk, things I was holding on to. Why you have it? If you haven't used it in over a year, get rid of it. That's the mentality I create. I developed for myself over a time. I paid off debt. Come on, y'all. We got to pay this debt off. I stopped splurging. Created a budget. I saved money. I cooked more meals at home. I stopped spending so much money out. I cleaned my house for goodness sake. I cleaned my house. And like, I'm not talking about just picking up. I'm talking about like deep clean. I, um, I made my bed. And so much more. I know those things sound really practical and mundane, but that's life. We live our lives mostly in the mundane. So that's where it needs to be done. I needed to put in practice the things I did as a single first. So if I got married, then we'd be off to a really good start. That's just the mentality that I created and I uh, developed for myself because I saw it fit to do those things in devotion to the Lord and to honor him and with my life and my time. Another question, how do you pray for your future spouse? So this was interesting. (laughs) I prayed for my future spouse intentionally, but sporadically, sporadically, but intentionally. And Many times uh, just from the Lord prompting me to do so. So I would be at work, for instance, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit would stop me in my tracks and tell me, pray for your husband right now. And I think just over time, as you develop an ear for the Lord and and, and you, you're familiar with his promptings and him pausing you in your day, you, you know, you develop a relationship with the Lord where you hear him. And when he tells you to do something, you do it. So eventually, I personally began to write prayers down for my husband. I occasionally would have dreams of a spouse. And so I would write those down and I would just write them as like letters. I literally would type them up as the Lord led me to this future unknown spouse. And I know some of you may think that's so cheesy, Maritza. And trust me, I felt dumb doing them at first, okay? But for me, it was a practice of faith and action. And to be honest, if a husband never came, then what? Well, I resolved in my heart that I literally asked I literally asked God this question. I was asking him, like, you know, having a moment of doubt and just thinking to myself, okay, God, like, if this brother don't come, what am I going to do? Well, you know what? Then all of those prayers, all those letters, they would be dedicated to him. They would be dedicated to the Lord. And if you know my story, a husband did come. We just made seven years on August 31st. And I was able to share all of those prayers and letters with him while we were engaged. And it was very, very special. And let me tell you, it was worth writing every single one. 
to send him those letters in the mail from things I wrote about years prior was surreal. And I'm so glad I wrote those prayers down. And I would definitely encourage anyone that desires a spouse to do that. However you see fit. You want to write them down. You want to type them up. I don't know. You want to do, you know, record private videos to this person. That's an idea. And just keep them private and, you know, and some storage, you know, like you could just put them on a flash drive or something. I don't know. I'm giving you ideas here, people. Uh, Do it. You know, I... I'm reminded by uh, the scripture in James uh, 2 verse 17 that faith without works is dead. So come on now, you know, if this is a real desire that you have um, to have a spouse, let's start, let's start praying for them. Let's start asking the Lord what it is that he wants for us. I know uh, after a while, I will tell you that writing them, the letters, it, it stops feeling cheesy, so you'll be okay. The last question I um, want to bring up is what would I have done differently in my season of singleness? And if I would have done anything different, and actually this was, um, someone asked me this, commented this question to me, so um, that's where this question came up. And I would absolutely, yes, do some things different. Uh, one thing I would have done different was repent quicker. <laughs> I would have stopped being self-centered. I would have studied why God created marriage sooner. I would have stopped entertaining ungodly relationships that were leading me to dangerous places sooner. I would have stopped keeping so many secrets and living a double life and pretending I was all good sooner. I would have stopped acting like the world revolved around Maritza and stopped blaming God for the hurt people did to me sooner. I would have stopped sabotaging my relationships with people who were trying to do right by me. But instead, I was too selfish and hurt to let them go peacefully. I would have stopped putting all of these shallow expectations on what I thought I needed. Instead of allowing God to shape me what he desired for me and who he needed me to be. I would have stopped praying for the one and focus on becoming the one that my one day spouse would need. I would have been discipled sooner, earlier, and had real accountability in my life sooner. That honestly only comes with godly community. So I want to encourage you even right now, make sure you are plugged into a local body. We do not grow solo. So if you do not have a community of faith that you're plugged into, you're going to find yourself treading in some not so good waters, (laughs) to be honest with you. It's really important that we're plugged into a church and it can't just be this online nonsense. You're not, if you're not creating life on life relationship with people in real life, then you need to do that. To be honest, I, I can be here for days with you all and days speaking on all those glorious single days I had. But I want to leave you all here 
so that you can go and build your life, a life of devotion. And I just want to remind you singles that this season is a gift. And I pray that if you do desire uh, for marriage, that whoever this man is, that he would have the courage to pursue you. And that if you are a guy listening to this, I pray you have the courage to go after that woman and not make excuses on all the reasons you can live without her. God's word says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and finds favor from the Lord. Proverbs 18.22. It sounds like y'all are missing out. So I think it might be a good time to start searching and praying for a wife. Ladies, I want to leave you with this. You are so, so worthy of a God-fearing man who loves Jesus and can love you well and in all the ways God created you. I promise you, they are out there. Don't allow the world to lie to you and to make you think that there are no more good men left. They're out there. Cheers to all you singles out there and this life of devotion that you are living in right now and if you're not well today is a new day so get after it i hope you enjoyed this episode maybe someone popped in your head while you were listening if so make sure to go and share this episode with them and if you haven't already please do subscribe and leave a review or send me some encouragement if you're in the ig world you can follow me there at journey with ritz and see tons of adorable pics of my family can't wait to connect with y'all talk soon